Hey, this is Stephen, and I want to welcome you or welcome you back to the Grove Church Podcast. For more information or to find more resources like this one, be sure to visit us at grove.org. Thanks for listening, and I hope the following message is encouraging and meaningful to your life. I was not warned that we were going to have the kids come up and speak, and so the cuteness overload in that moment, I'm still trying to recalibrate and adjust from that. But let me say the first thing that I ever said the first time we opened our doors from this very place. It's going to be a long sermon if this happens. (laughs) That's not the first thing I said. I walked up and I said, if you had any doubt about the existence of God, any wonder if he was still at work in the world, just look around. And that has never been more true than today. It's amazing to see all of you here. Every week we say the church is not this building and is not this service. It is each of you. And after two years of saying that, I hope that we're starting to believe it. I hope we're starting to really understand. A long time ago, when Jesus put a group of people in charge to continue to spread the message, he didn't have dreams of a building. He didn't have dreams of a complex, effective organization. He had a vision of people coming together, sharing their lives with one another, struggling, succeeding, and bringing each other along the way. And the word that he used for that group of people was a church. And if there has ever been a church, you are a church. And so on behalf of Allie and our Grove team and myself, I am so honored to be a part of this church. So thank you and happy birthday to you. There is a bit of irony this morning for me in getting to lead the celebration of our birthday because uh, I don't like celebrating my birthday. I've never really liked celebrating my birthday. And in fact, when I was a kid, my parents would wanna take me out to lunch for my birthday. And I would reluctantly agree, but I was adamant about one thing. One part had to be met of this kind of agreement to celebrate my birthday. Wherever we went, there could be absolutely no singing. I was terrified of the sombrero and the waiters gathered round and the happy, happy birthday from all of us. I, was, I didn't want that because I was, I was afraid of all the eyeballs and everybody looking and staring. I was mortified. There, I remember one birthday where we went to the same Mexican restaurant and all of a sudden here come the waiters and the sombrero and the cake. And like my heart sunk to my stomach. I was so scared. And then they walked past our table to like two tables down. And it was like the greatest moment of my life. (laughs) So it is a little ironic that we're here today and I get to lead the celebration. Because for every birthday that I've had, I've never really understood why we were celebrating. It never really clicked for me. It never really made sense why we were celebrating, because to me, it just felt like, so I've made it another 365 days. I've managed to stay alive. And you know, for a period of time in 
you know, my teens, that was actually quite an accomplishment. But I didn't understand why we celebrate birthdays. Like, I like celebrating people, but why do we celebrate birthdays? And I, didn't, I never understood until this last birthday that I had, just a couple of months ago. And it was a surprise party that I didn't see coming. It was the furthest thing from my mind. And I walked into this room of people who I loved and who loved me back and who had become like my family away from my family. And I looked around and it, and all of a sudden it clicked. It made sense. Because when you celebrate a birthday, you're not celebrating another year passing, but you're celebrating a life. And it's a life that's profoundly marked by the relationships to all of the other lives that it shares. And as I looked around this room filled with old friends and new friends, and as we begin to tell stories about how we met or funny moments in our shared lives, as we begin to dump out the memories from the last 12 months, it made sense. It made sense to me why we would celebrate birthdays. Because our lives only have meaning in the context of the people that we share them with. And so that's why we're celebrating today. We're not celebrating the fact that we were able to keep the lights on and the doors open for another 12 months. God, thank you for that. But we're celebrating all of the lives here. All of the stories and all of the moments, all of the relationships that exist in this place. Because if we just came on Sunday mornings and we all sat next to each other and we all faced the same direction, then we got up and left and that was the end of it. We would not be a church. But because we share our lives, because we struggle and work and try to grow in our faith and try to follow this man named Jesus, that is truly worth celebrating. And so I'll begin to think about what I wanted to say this morning. And then when Allie told me she was doing this thing with the card, it reminded me of kind of a habit that I have in my own life when I celebrate somebody else's birthday. Uh, I love writing people notes, particularly on their birthdays, because for me, there's an ability in the note to say something that maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable expressing out loud. And so I begin to think about what note I would write you, what note I would write this church, all of the things that I would wanna say, all of the ways that I would want to remind you of who you are and who you're called to be, all of the ways that I would want to affirm all of the good things that you do, all of the ways that you're working and growing and trying and how good a job you're doing. And so I was trying to find the right words. And in doing so, I stumbled across a passage from another church planner that he wrote to the church that he started. And I began to read his words. And I found in his words, my words. And so I'd just like to take a moment and share those words with you. This is the beginning of Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. It's called Letter to the Philippians. And in it, I don't know what the occasion is. 
I don't know if it's one of those just cause letters or thinking of you. Maybe it was a church anniversary or birthday. But I just want to look at a couple of words that Paul shared with this group of people. People that he has shared experiences with, that he spent a good period of his life walking with, encouraging, crying with, celebrating. And then at some point he had to leave them. And so it's from this distance that he's writing a note back to them. And so this is what Paul has to say to this church. And in it is what I want to say to each of you this morning. It says this. He says, I thank my God every time I think of you. I am thankful for all of you every time I pray. And it's always a prayer full of joy. When I look around this room and I'm able to see the faces and I'm able to remember the relationships and the conversations and the lunches and breakfasts and the emails and the bike rides and the walks and all of the things that we've shared together, I am reminded over and over again that this is such a fine collection of people. There are moments in my life when I get to spend time with other pastors, and typically what pastors do when they get together is they kind of do the, the jockeying thing, and they're like, well, how many people you got at your service, and you know, how many are in this Bible study, and we kind of do that whole thing. But inevitably, at some point it turns, and it's like the one opportunity to complain about your church and to complain about your people. And y'all aren't perfect. <laughs> but I don't complain about y'all. I'm not perfect either. So, But in those environments, I don't complain. Because I feel so privileged to have you sitting here in these seats. To have you make up this church. To have you serving on our teams. To have you participating in and leading our groups. To have you teaching our children. To have your children inviting their friends this is such an incredible group of people. And this is such an incredible church. And so when Paul writes these words that I thank my God every time I think of you, those are true for me. I feel so lucky. I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I said yes to all of this. I had no idea who would show up. I had no idea if any of you would show up. But as you've come, and as I've gotten to know you, I feel so grateful for each one of you. And so Paul keeps writing. And he says, I'm glad because of the way you've continued on in this with us. The way that you've partnered with us. The way that you are participating in and actually being the church. And he says, believing and sharing the gospel from the day you heard it right up to the present. From the very first moment until now, you have always done what you've been asked to do. I remember the very first moment I walked onto this property. It's almost four years ago. I had never heard of this church before. The previous version of this church. I'd never been to this corner of Dallas. And as I walked around and I prayed and I dreamed and I talked with God about God, what do you want to do here? I was so naive so, so young and foolish because all I could envision were buildings. 
All I could envision were spaces and these nameless, faceless crowds of people. But two years later, I never could have imagined you. I never could have imagined a church that actually wants to be the church. A church that wakes up on Sunday mornings excited to come together. A church that wakes up ready to help other people draw closer to God, who will stand outside in hot parking lots holding signs, who will teach kids, way too many kids in one classroom for fire code, all about Jesus. You all laugh, but only a few of you do it. So after service, I wanna to talk to you about that. But a church that's excited. It's a church that's also really brave. One of the things that I think that makes this church unique is that for many of us, this is not your first church, but this is the first time you've participated in being the church. You've stepped up to serve, to greet, to help, to stay after and pick up trash or move chairs. For many of you, you've joined a small group for the first time, or you've led a small group for the first time. And those might seem like small and significant things, but they're big. There have been so many firsts here in this place. My guess is you can all remember your first time walking in those doors with your uncertainties, with your concerns, and maybe some expectations about what this might or might not be. But I've watched a church grow and mature to live out what it means to follow Jesus. When I decided to become a pastor, the one thing I didn't want to do was become a professional Christian. Somebody who was paid to follow Jesus on behalf of other people. It's not what I wanted. I wanted to be a part of something, to be a part of a team. And I can say with confidence that that's what we have here. This is not me doing this on your behalf. This is me trying to get out of the way while you do it, to cheer you on and to encourage you. And you're doing it. And you are doing such a good job. And I am so excited to see where God takes us next. And that's how Paul ends this little section. And that's how I'll end my words to you. Paul says it this way. He says, I'm sure about this, that God, who started this great work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. I am confident of this, that in each one of you, whether you've been here the entire time or you're just starting to get comfortable in this place, God has begun a good work in you and in us. And I know that God is gonna see it to completion. I can only begin to dream and to hope and imagine where God will take us next, what God will do here in this place, but also what God's gonna do in and with and through each one of you. For some of you, this was a year really worth celebrating. You have seen God bring you through some incredible trials, some really difficult circumstances. For others of you, you'd love to celebrate. You wanna celebrate, but you're not there yet. 
Maybe for you, you feel like you're still at the beginning of a dark and hard journey. But here's what I know. That the God who started a great work in you will bring it to completion. You are not alone in this. God is working with you. And God is working in you. And we get to do it together. And I think that's the greatest gift of all. So in addition to the food trucks and the bounce houses, I think the gift that we have this morning is us. Is this opportunity to remind ourselves that we are celebrating all of the ways, both individually and collectively, that God is at work. And God has been at work. And also, to leave with the confidence to know that God will be at work. I'm so proud to be your pastor. And I love this church. And I'm grateful for each one of you. So at end our time this morning, we're gonna do something that Christians have done for 2,000 years. We're gonna celebrate something else. We're gonna do something that Jesus told us to do as a reminder that it's not just what happens here, but we are part of a larger church that has been working and sharing and growing and striving for 2,000 years. Yes, what happens here is important, but we are a part of a much larger story and one that God has been working in and through this entire time. So before we share communion together, let me say a prayer for us. Let's bow our heads. Gracious and loving God, what a gift this morning is. This opportunity to come and to be reminded just how great you are and just how great your love is for each one of us. God, this year has been a year filled with so many stories, so many memories of the way that you were at work in our lives. God, as much as you've done this year, we ask that you do more in this coming year to use us to step further into our faith, to trust you more, to serve more, to love more, to give more, to invite more. Because we know that if you've already done this much, how much more you will do. God, thank you for this church and for these people and for your love that is at work in each of us. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening. If you live in the Dallas area, we would love for you to visit us. For directions, service times, and more info, visit us at grove.org.